Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, welcome. Welcome to Can We Help You, your non-professional advice podcast. I'm Sash. I'm Jax. I'm Franco. Together, we make up a group of people who take your advice, I mean questions, and try and give you advice on it. We give the advice. No, I'm just, I wanted to, you guys were like, let's do early. I was like, I can't do early. Get it organised and I'm going to roll in and we can start. And you guys are like, oh, we've got something figured out. Who do you think you are, bloody Jackie O or something? No, I've never missed an episode. I'm always here, always ready to plan. It was a one off. You want it's for you, Franco. You've, you're the one who's got to duck out on time, bang on. So I said, no, okay, I'm sorry, I sort lead a busy out, life. Sort it out, and I will come on in. No, speaking of the intro, we actually did get um, a message through the week. Um, oh, at can I help you podcast.com. And um, it was a very long message. Thank you, Ronnie, for sending your feedback. Was this the one they said that they really liked Franco? I really liked that message. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you to that. No, Ronnie. it wasn't that one. Um, we've been, <laughs> although this uh, this one does say enjoying Franco as a more permanent member of the Can We Help You no, podcast. Well, Franco's enjoying you. Though I wouldn't go as far as to call him my favourite host. Oh, that title is oh. reserved for Clippy. Clippy. No, the rest <laughs> <of DPs. laughs> oh, R.I.P. Clippy. R.I.P. Um, Clippy. We've been getting some feedback emails lately, and I'm here for it personally. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, keep sending them through. Keep sending them through. Um, happy to hear it and happy to take it all on board. Uh, this Ronnie has written in some, a long feedback message, and they've said Jesus. one thing I simply must address is the intro. Uh-oh. It was a good idea in theory, but I think the time has come. I'm sorry, but I think it's got to go. <laughs> the intro was better when there was no script. 
particularly okay. not vibing with the sibling aspect. Uh, I think all you need is for one person to say something simple. When everybody introduces themselves individually, it becomes a lot like a little children's show. Uh, wow. All right, we asked for feedback. We got it. We got it. I thought we did a poll. I don't disagree. Uh, we did a poll on Insta, didn't we, though, and the yep. feedback was pretty positive for the intro from memory. I think we did a poll when the intro started, though. We did a poll maybe after two intros. Maybe we should do mm. another poll. Now it's been going for a while. Yeah, I think it might. It, it's a divisive intro. It does feel a bit stale, and honestly, it kind of feels like we just... We're so out of ideas that we just lean on it to, you know, just get things started. Hey, that's know. not true. I feel like we did it not that. We can check. Franco, can you go into our story history and check when we posted it? Oh, wait, I can't remember when we did the intro, when we started. It was the start of the year, wasn't it? It was the start of the year. So it's been a few months now. It's like nearly uh, nearly six months with the bloody intro. Ew. Let's have a look. This year's going too fast. I, I think maybe we do another poll and we say we, we opinions are split clearly on the on the intro. Well, if the poll if we do another poll and it comes back majority and I'm saying like I I think I want a clear majority. I think I want a 60% at least majority. Yeah, not a slim majority. Not like a 51 versus 49. I want a 60%. If it comes back yeah. that I say we just keep it and we never talk about it again. Okay. Well, we did our last poll was about a bit over three months ago, and even then it was just over sixty percent that liked okay. it. So how long over three months? You said yeah, a bit over three months ago. Do it again. Put it up next episode. Okay. We'll Put check. It up. Yeah. Put it up. We'll do it. We'll do it again. See what the people let's want. Let's do it. Put it up now and let's look at it when we come back next episode, and we will see. Okay. Um. Did they say any other feedback or was that it? Was it just about the The other feedback was uh, that they are enjoying the two episodes. Good. Uh, Two episodes a week, um, which I also personally am enjoying the two episodes a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And they said nothing but love for the show. So thank you, Ronnie. Oh, thanks, Ronnie. They especially like the food and the carny chat, so maybe more food and carny chat. (laughs) Carny chat. I haven't done that for a while. I didn't know that that's what we were known for. We're known as the carny podcast, I feel like. (laughs) Ronnie, thank you for your feedback. And if you are listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, I've got some stuff I want to say to them about the podcast, good, bad or ugly, let us know. Hit us up. At Can We Help You Podcast on socials, or you can hit us up on the website, canwehelpyoupodcast.com, fill out the form and be super anonymous. Um, uh, and also, of course, send your questions because that's yes, what we're please. all about. Send your questions through. We love getting your questions as much as we love your feedback, even maybe a little bit more. Um, I wanted to ask, actually, I don't know if anyone else listens to podcasts. I'm not a big podcast listener. Yeah. I listen to heaps of podcasts. Okay, so what do other podcasts do for their intros? Yeah, frankly, they, I feel like you're okay. the super podcasty guy, even though Jack, Jax and I both work in them, we don't listen to that many. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think podcasts like ours, do they do an intro. It's just yeah. it's a better intro and it what feels you you know, a, a bit intro. more natural. What does a better intro mean? Uh, well, they just they say who they are, they say what they're doing and then they get into it. It's quick, it's snappy, it's to the point and but sometimes they've do. got like, like a joke or something. A joke. But, but the joke but the joke is different every week. Oh, so a different joke every week. Oh, it's, it's a lot, that's of a lot of work. I know. 
Yeah, we don't have oh, a producer. Know, they've got producers feeding them that shit. And they've got a producer sitting there going, here, here, Jax, your turn to read the intro. We just decide as the yeah. music's playing. The, the WGA is on strike though, so I don't think they have anyone writing their own jokes at the moment. So I'm a fan of the intro. I think it stays. Um, I think that we, I think we've got the right balance. It's short. We introduce ourselves. We say what we do, and then we get into it. I think it's good. I just think we need to be nicer to each other about it and just let people. <laughs> Say what they need to say. All right, let's see what the poll says. Let's see what happens on the poll. Right, Frank okay, is working we'll, on that we'll now. Check in, we'll check in on the poll in the next episode. Um, how's everybody's week been, guys? I was on TV last <gasps> week. Oh, oh my God. I think we it have must a have celebrity. Happened. Okay. There's a bloody hang on a second. Celeb watch. <laughs> I got to go behind the scenes. Got to go behind the scenes of... Sunrise. Wait, wait. So you were behind the scenes of Sunrise or were you on Sunrise? Were you on Sunrise? No, I was on Sunrise. Um, if you follow the Sabo in Sydney, uh, subtle oh, plug. That we sounds are... like a different podcast. What does the Sabo in Sydney, what's their intro? What do we do? I say I hook what story's coming up, oh. get people interested. And I say, but first okay. we've got to get to the deep dive. This is the Savo in Sydney. I'm Sasha Barbagat. See, that do, works. Do, do, you do it. You do a different hook every time, do, but it's still do, a hook. Do, you know what you're starting with. Very newsy, though. Very newsy. Well, it is a newsy. We're not podcast. a newsy podcast. Yeah. No. Anyway, um, if you want to, if you want to see um, me on TV, oh, search at underscore. Sorry. I can't even read my own stupid fucking. I hate someone had our handle, so we have to go for something else. Rookiera, this underscore Arvo on Insta. And it's about, I don't know, a couple of scrolls down. God, it was that long ago now. When was it? 10th of May. Jeez, you guys post a lot, hey? Look, me talking to Koshi. Oh, my God, there you are. Wow. On the television. Yeah. On the bloody telly, live from Sydney. It's only a matter of time until you quit this show, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm headed for the big time. Are you the new um, Tim Blackwell, basically? <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? So the show, the segment producer who reached out, um, <laughs> we thought they were reaching out because of what I do, but they mm. were more reaching out because they wanted someone vaguely intelligent. And when I say that, they wanted someone who could speak coherently about how they felt about the budget. If you notice, uh-huh. there's an old guy, there's a middle-aged woman, yep. there's a younger woman, yep. that's me, and then there's a young guy. We were the panel yep. of generations. Right. Millennials overlooked is, yep. the, is, the, is the headline down the bottom. So a little like how it works. I've never been on TV before, right? And I had a, you know, mm. I we work in radio, but it is different. Like it's not, it's definitely, you know, there's lots of differences between the two mediums. So yes. the process for that, I was emailed like two weeks before the segment. I got mm-hmm. three, three follow-up calls just Jeez, explaining the prepared. segment. Then there was another one where they were like, okay, what are you, what are you hoping for in the budget? And there's then there was another call. The night of the budget, because I was supposed to be speaking about the budget, the night the budget came out, they called me and they said, okay, what did you think and what do you reckon was in it for you? And I said, not much. And he goes, okay, great, that's what you're going to say. And I was like, okay, had to get there 40 minutes early. 
I got hair and makeup. They gave me hair and makeup. Um, wow. They took me upstairs. I was in studio but I wasn't in with Koshi and Nat, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, but then I sat in front of the screen for 10 minutes waiting for my bit. Then I was on for 45 <laughs> seconds and then I was out. All that prep yep, yeah. for 45 seconds of airtime. Yep, so that's, that's what they do. And I think I've seen that on, on, on a lot of different shows as well, especially like on the project at night. If you see someone being interviewed on the project and they cut to them and they're in like their own studio and that kind of thing, usually that studio is just next door. Yeah. It's just so it looks like they're, you know, crossing live to the scene mm-hmm. or whatever. Did you have yeah. a little earpiece in? Yeah. So that was interesting because, like I said, it was my first time on TV. I've never been on TV before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they have a little earpiece that you put in. They had to mic me up. Very uncomfortable being mic'd up as well. The guy, like, just came over oh, and, like, okay. lifted my shirt. And not in a, um unprofessional or, or weird way, but it's just how they have to do it. Came around behind me and said, okay, I'm just going to mic you up say, now. And I as, said, okay. As a videographer, it is... Just as uncomfortable to I mic know. someone up. I know. And that's what I mean. The guy was very professional. <laughs> that's an awful process. But he had to like lift my shirt, not like from the back, lift my shirt, attach it to the back of my jeans. I'm like, oh God, I hope my bum crack's not hanging out. Like, I hope I'm not sweaty on my lower back. How embarrassing. And then they like feed it up and they taped it to my shirt. And then mm-hmm. I had it in my ear, in my ear, obviously. And then you just kind of sit there and you're sitting and I could see the teleprompter as well as Koshi and Nat mm-hmm. were reading what they were doing. Then, you know, someone comes in, you're, okay, Sasha, we're going to talk to you in about five minutes. Yeah, looking great. Okay, thank you. And then they come to you and then, bang, you're on TV. It was an interesting. I'm very glad I did it. Um, and hopefully I get to do it again one day. It was great. Oh, so you would like to get back oh, no. into oh, no. doing that again. Bloody TV. TV starry. The only thing I'd do, I'd never be a reporter because, like, if I went and wanted to be a reporter, I'd have to start from the bottom and, like, work your way up. And you look at some of those reporters and they've been there for, like, 30 years and then they finally get the chance to be an anchor or a host. Um, and you have to have been in the in the company for ages and, no, thank you. What I would do, though, would do a Carrie Bickmore because Carrie Bickmore, I don't know if you know, um, but she was a she was a Nova news reader. That's where she got yeah, her start. She was. she was a radio news reader, and then I'm sure she did something else and ended she, up on Rose. She got in with Rose, is what happened. And then yeah. she ended Mate up the host of the project. And now look at her; she's a bloody glamorous celebrity. So if I was going to do it anyway, as rich as anything, it'd be the Carrie Bigmore way. Ah, so um, just now that you're a big TV star, does that mean we have to go through your manager anytime we want to get you on the podcast yeah, every that's week right. for scheduling? Yeah, you haven't passed on your agent's details. I'll pass them on uh, following this. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah. Well, your agent's going to take 20% of everything you make off this podcast. No, I have an assistant, so I don't have to. They they work freelance. And by freelance, I mean free. No, not really. It's, yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) that that was something new that I did this week. Oh, well, congratulations on your TV debut. Thank you, guys. I believe you've... Pre-ordered some questions for us. They're arriving hot off the press. Yes. So I have a question here from Ronnie. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I have a question here from Ronnie, and Ronnie's gotten in touch via uh, the website, canyouhelpyoupodcast.com. Ronnie writes, G'day, guys. Can you help me negotiate my pay? I'm about to get a promotion. I'm just waiting for my letter of offer uh, that actually has a bit of a poor excuse of a pay rise. I will be a supervisor in the pharmaceutical sector. Uh, Originally, it was a role that was shared between two people. Um, The other supervisor has just told me he's leaving, so all responsibility will be left to me to run the department. So I believe now is a perfect time to try and negotiate my salary. I'm very experienced in what I do, but I get scared to negotiate as HR can be quite intimidating. Can you help me please? Love from Ronnie. You're right, Ronnie. Now is the perfect time. And I think you just Great time to negotiate. say what you said to us. You're about to take on a whole bunch more responsibility. Um, you've had a promotion. Your manager's leaving and you're going to be expected to pick up the slack. However, do you wait a little bit longer until you've actually been in the role so then you can actually present to them the additional duties no, you've I had to so. undertake? I think that's no, a that's, I think Ronnie that's already, a already knows what they're going to be doing because if you think about it this way, Ronnie, you're saying sh- should do the role for a bit and then ask for more money. Why why give you more money if you've already been doing exactly. it at this price? Exactly. You want to ask you want to ask for the money before totally you've started it because you can say, well, look, I've taken on all this additional responsibility. Um, and that's I'm going to require further compensation in order to continue carrying out those duties, or I'm going to look for other employment. But you don't throw that out straight I away. I feel like I feel like another like like a boss would say, "Yeah, but you knew what you were getting into when you took this role." I think like taking the role that's the point that you want to See, ask for more yeah, money. I think Ronnie's already looking at a very piss poor pay rise, as they say. So they're already getting. A pay rise, even though it's not the pay rise they want, they're already getting a pay rise. So if you wait, the, your manager's going to say, mate, I already bloody gave you a pay rise. Yeah, you what just are you talking got a pay about? rise. You just oh, got okay. a pay rise. You, now you're coming in here think, and you're like, give me more money. Now's the time to negotiate. And with the other person timing, leaving. It's definitely now. Yeah, and with the other person leaving, like you're in the best position because they're fucked if you leave. So you go in there and you say, Mate, it's going to be just me. So here's the thing. If you want me to come in and bloody do it, you're going to have to pay me this amount of money. And if not, I'm happy to bloody go. See you later. But I'm not doing it for this shitty little pay rise. That's, how, that's, that's what you do. Maybe, maybe don't be, you know, so aggressive. Yeah. Look, it, maybe not. Don't say shitty little pay rise, but <laughs> you do want them to know that that's what you think of their pay yeah. rise. That, you know, it's not enough. I want more. Here's why. I'm doing two people's jobs. 
Another thing is it's it's very similar to when you get promoted in a company and you become a manager and then you realize that being a manager is a completely different job that no one ever trained you for. So is negotiating your pay. This is something oh, totally. that you have to be good at totally separately to your job. So you need to think of it like a business owner. What are they getting for the money? Mm-hmm. What can you provide them that you're not doing already? And that's why now is a good time because you're not doing that, those things yet. You're about to. So here's what it's worth. Here's a good tip that I actually discovered is when, when people ask for, say, salary expectations or you're trying to negotiate it to say, what do you want? Say the highest number you can say with a straight face. <laughs> oh, it makes yep. me cringe so <laughs> much. I haven't actually ever had to negotiate a pay. Well, I sort of did. It was like a job swap and but it was kind of over the phone so it wasn't that confronting. Um mm-hmm. But, yeah, I've never had to do the sit down in front of someone and go, this is what I'm worth. It's like, and it's, you know what, an interesting tidbit, a manager I know who um, has interviewed lots of people for jobs has found men um, in her experience will ask about the pay in the job interview. Women typically don't. Um, And it's it's really interesting Interesting. because, yeah, it's, it's, I don't I don't know what I don't know why like whether it's ingrained in us through gender roles whether it's like okay don't you know don't be don't be too needy don't be pushy like just take what you get sort of thing you're lucky to be even considered for the role and men are maybe just more confident in that space I don't fucking know what the answer is but yeah she said that it really showed her that she needs to be more aggressive politely aggressive but you know don't be yeah. don't be shy to ask for what you deserve totally. and you know what you're there the reason you're getting a pay rise in the first place in a promotion is because the company values you and knows that you're um of value to the company and you do a good job or you know what you're currently doing and so have confidence in yourself and have confidence in your abilities and you as a person i think that's a real i mean i don't know how old you are ronnie but i know it took me a bit of like figuring out myself in the workplace to have enough confidence in myself and my ability and, and you know, just generally to be able to go, no, I'm worth this and I'm going to ask yeah. for this and I'm going to say it with a straight face and I'm going to say, well, you know, that's the way it is. Because, you know, when, when you kind of just sort of, when you're younger, it's a bit like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You're so eager to please. You're so terrified of pissing anyone off. Totally. Um, And you're right. It does take time and it's, but even still, it's, it's still nerve wracking. But yeah, I think the idea is go more than, uh, look, obviously we'd all take a million dollars if we could, but go more than you think is realistic. Expect them to come in hopefully in between, you know, the lowest offer and your offer. So don't ask for what you want. Ask for what you'd want. Oh, never in a ask for what you want. World. Yeah, ask no, no, no. More than what you want. Go way over that. Um, yeah. It fucking sucks though. Like it's. It, it's- it is one of those tricky things, and you know what? It's hard. It's hard at the same company, I think, because when you go to a different company, they don't really have any visibility into what you're making. So you could say, "Oh, guys, you know what? <laughs> I'd love to come work for you." I'm making currently making four hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> uh, so you know. 
<laughs> if you want me to come yeah. over, I'd love to, but that's where I'm at. Happy to take a little bit of a pay cut, but not too much, you know. <laughs> like, and yeah. they don't know that you that you could be telling the truth. They don't know, but when it's that's your own company, yeah. happy to rough it at four hundred. Yeah, happy to rough it at four hundred <laughs> for a bit, you know. But after six months, I'll be wanting a bit of a bump. <laughs> but when it's your own company. That yeah, you know the the same company. They know what you're on, so yeah. they know that you're on like sixty two. And so when you're like, oh guys, I'd really like ninety, they're like, mate, you're on bloody sixty two. We're not going to pay you another thirty thousand dollars. That's Mm-mm, another reason why now's the perfect time, though, because yeah. you're you're jumping into this agreement and you're saying, hey, I'm going to do all of this extra stuff and it's going to be great and I'm going to do it really well and you're going to pay me for it. The other thing yeah. that I think is 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 can be good to do is to, even if you're not interested in um, jumping ship necessarily, going to a different employer, just kind of look at what's out there. A lot now, especially oh, um, yeah. in different parts of the world, there's been new laws passed where jobs have to provide a, a, a pay range. So even just looking at job descriptions, you might be able to get an idea. Now, I know it's been a little bit <laughs> a little bit abused. I know I've seen some job description, job ads that are like, the pay range for this job is between 36000 and 275000 I'm like, oh, great, that's really helpful. In fact, I saw yeah. one actually recently. I can't, I can't remember what the company it was for. It was for a large company and they were like... It was like a director of a department, right? And it was like the pay the pay range for this role is between two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and a million dollars. Oh my god! Like, Those are two different fuck? lifestyles. <laughs> what the? Those are just two different kinds of cars. And, and it's yeah. everything. Yeah. And it's also like if you go for that job, right? <laughs> if you go for that job, and they say, "Oh, what salary would you be looking for?" You're going to say. I, look, I'd really be looking for a million dollars, aren't you? Like, you're not going to say, oh, it's all right, 250 is fine. Yeah, you're I'll gonna just say, take that. I feel oh, like I need when about you a mil. between the lines, though, on, on a lot of these job applications, the lower amount is the amount. That's kind of, that's what they're paying and they just put the million there, you know, just to get a few extra <laughs> people in. some people in. I mean, maybe. Yeah. What would you do? What would you do if you made a million dollars a year? Oh, God. Buy a number of houses. Oh, man. Can you imagine? I, I, I'm trying to figure out what I earn compared to, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a, I earn a lot less than that a year. A lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. Uh, I, just, it, it would just, yeah. I just feel like life would be just so much easier. Like I It'd know money doesn't buy life. you happiness. I know that you can have a shit life and a lot of money and be miserable. Um, but if I had this life and a million dollars a year, oh, my God, you could not. <laughs> you be pretty happy. Oh, my God. Like just the, the things that I worry about are usually to do with money. Like that's usually yeah. it's like fuck the fucking electricity bills coming. Fuck, you know, I've got to do X, Y, and Z. How am I going to afford to buy a house? I can't save, da-da-da. And, like, if you had a million dollars, like, my my most top-line concerns would be wiped away from my life. It would just be so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, from, anyway. From kind of what I've heard, and I'm, I'm by oh, most right, stretch of the imagination, am I, am I a millionaire? But your your problems go from being about money to being about time. And that's a good problem to have because instead of, oh, I can't afford to go on holiday, it's more, oh, I really want to be in Paris for this event, but I also want to be in Rome for the the other event at the oh, same time. Which awful. one should I do? How will I cope? Yeah, and like how there are some jobs. Cope? There are some jobs where you make a million dollars a year and you work fucking hard for it. Like you're constantly on call. 
I like, you know, watching Succession and like, don't get me wrong, like, you know, very lavish, but they work like 24 hours, days at a time. And I know it's a drama, but like, it's that idea these top, top line executives are constantly on call, are constantly putting out fires, are constantly working and putting and doing things. And I'm like, I don't know if I would want that over having like time to relax and enjoy my life and get away from work. I mean, I'm not going to name any names, especially not of companies, but there, so there are some people in this room who have worked jobs very similar to that, where your job is your life and you get calls at three in the morning when things yeah. are on fire. Yeah. And I didn't oh, get a million bucks a year. <laughs> See, yeah. guys, you should have gotten into news. I've picked up the phone at 4 p.m. after getting up at 3 a.m. that morning and have people like, oh, can you pop this in for the afternoon? I didn't get paid a million dollars a yeah, year for that. Yeah, okay, but, yeah, but like you do it and then you're done. And don't get me wrong, I think you guys <laughs> did a lot of hard work and I am not diminishing that. I also remember certain long-form broadcasts that we might have done where some of us were exactly <laughs> essentially on call for, oh, I don't know, 56 hours at a time. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, I I wonder if that had happened these days. Who knows? It wasn't even that long ago, but, you know, maybe maybe we've just grown older and we're more. Time. Yeah, maybe we're, we're just valuing our worth more now. I don't know. Maybe. But, Ronnie, I think that you've got some great tips there to go for that pay rise and I think the boys are right. You should absolutely negotiate. Now, I didn't realise that they had already offered you a pay rise. I thought they were just offering you the role. So I definitely think you should go for it now before you start. Do what Jack said, look into some other positions that are similar to yours and go, okay, well, I've just, you know, looking doing some market research, I can see that X pays their stuff, X, Y, or Z, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? If you start doing some of that research, maybe apply for some of the jobs. Not to say that you're going to take them, but you get you keep up your interview experience. You get to understand the market. You get to see what's out there, what kind of pay ranges are out there. And then if anything amazing or exciting does come up, then maybe you're like, oh, mate, I'll bloody jump, jump to somewhere else. Yeah. But it also gives you a bit of a, you know, outsider knowledge and perspective of what you maybe could be worth. Because I know sometimes we get stuck in our little jobs and we don't really understand you know, we, that we're making 40% under the market rate <laughs> till mm-hmm. someone else comes in or we go somewhere else and we're like, oh, jeez. Hey, good time to mention as well. Yeah. Um, talk about your salary. Tell everyone. Tell Absolutely. everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say that. something that should stop. Well, it's, it's something that they have, they are changing the laws in Australia about um, because it used to be that you yeah. couldn't, like literally it was, and you'd get hauled before HR. And look, you might still get hauled before HR, but legally they can't do anything because um, that is a bullshit rule. The reason they brought that rule in is so that people, companies did, was so that people couldn't realise that there mm-hmm. were people earning more than them for doing the same job or a similar job. Mm-hmm. It was all to keep us under the thumb, bloody corporate mm-hmm corporations, all that gross stuff. So, yeah, definitely talk to, yeah, talk to, maybe talk to your outgoing manager and say, hey, what were you on? What are you getting paid? I'm about yeah. to negotiate. Like, what have they got to lose? Fucking nothing. So, you know, exactly. go for it. And don't be scared of HR. HR, they can be intimidating, but don't be scared of them. They're there to just to keep everything buttoned up, you know. Then, yeah. You know, you'll be fine. Good luck, Ronnie. Go get Please it, Ronnie. let us know how you go. Yeah. And I want to know, I want to know from you, Ronnie, how much you end up getting. Mm. Is it a million dollars? Ask for the meal. (laughs) Can we have some? Can we have some? (laughs) 
That's it. That's all, folks. <laughs> Thank just, you for... Sorry, I just saw you pointing at your... Oh. Like, touching your nose, and I was like, no, what does that mean? Me. That's how Japanese people say me. They point to their oh, nose. Okay. So I was just pointing okay. to my nose. Thank you for okay, listening go. to Can We Help You this week, this episode. Uh, as always, we are eager beavers for your questions. Uh, oh, hello. Uh, reach out. Uh, on socials at Can We Help You Podcast or Can We Help You Podcast.com or Can We Help You Podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate every single one of you that listens to us every week or maybe every now and then. Hey, how you going? Thanks for being here. And we'll be back again in a couple of days. <laughs> what is happening? Can't wait to see you. Okay. <laughs> Great. See you in a couple of days, guys. Goodbye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.